Listener Production. Hi, and welcome back to Broadsheet Sydney Around Town. I'm Emma Joyce, Broadsheet's Features Editor, and I host this short guide to Sydney. I can't believe we're already here. We're at the time of the year when Broadsheet's editorial team looks back at the restaurants that opened in 2023, and we painstakingly pull together a list of the best of the best. These are the openings you should absolutely add to your hit list. So today I have Broadsheet's Grace McKenzie, Lucy Bellbird, and Dan Cunningham in the studio to talk about some, and I stress some, not all, the venues we've included in our list of Sydney's best new restaurants of 2023. As always, you can find the full list at broadsheet.com.au and we'll also attack this by alphabetical order. But first, Grace, you've visited so many of these new restaurants this year. Are there any overarching trends or themes, if any at all, of the places that have opened in 2023? Yeah, I feel like it's been a bit of a mixed bag, like overall, but we've seen heaps of really big openings, like brasseries and expansive grand dining rooms. Um, Lots of them from hospo groups that we know and love already. Um, And then we've just had like all over the city, lots of like second venues for smaller teams. So like there's Iberica in Bondi, the new Spanish spot from the Icaria team. It feels like lavish, which is a word that you used in the feature. I'm not stealing it from you, but it's a great word to summarize some of these new venues. One of the ones on the list is Amorica in Surrey Hills. Now, Dan, I know you have eaten at Amorica. Crown Street's venue is, it's kind of somewhere you want to go on a date night. Yeah, a really expensive date night, <laughs> I think, is the is the key word there. But but probably more more to that, I think um, a special occasion is is kind of what places like Amorica are built for. Um, and a venue of that caliber is something that we probably haven't really seen on Crown Street before. Um, and it's just so impressive when you go inside. It's like you know being transported to somewhere that doesn't feel like Sydney. Um, Lucy, do you agree? Yeah, I was going to say it does feel. A bit, little bit like taking a vacation in someone else's tax bracket, um, or being on your fancy European holiday with your like special treat meal. But I think it has Grace is right, like such a lavish, like gorgeous feel. It feels a bit like a movie set. Every little detail has been so beautifully considered, and it is more expensive than you could sort of count on every day, and definitely more expensive than a lot of those other Crown Street venues, but I know that there's a set menu, which is a little bit cheaper, um, which is a good option if you want to experience the lavishness, um, but still be able to look your bank account in the eye the next day. So Grace, you were mentioning that lots of groups around Sydney that already operate really high level, popular, just super impressive venues have opened second or third venues. And I think Clambar really fits into that. Why did it make the cut on the best restaurants list for you? I feel like it's just one of those dining rooms that like from the moment you walk in or even just before you've like pushed on like a really heavy door to like get in, you kind of know that you're in for something really special. I've gone for like dessert and a glass of wine like late at night and like it feels like an event. Yeah, probably probably one of the highlights of the year for me, I think, was was um, was lunch there. It was just... 
that's the thing. They, these are these are places that kind of give you memorable experiences, which is kind of when you know we're very lucky to sort of eat at all these different places. But um, really, I think this list kind of speaks to the places that were the most memorable, right? They're the ones that you should be telling your best friends or anyone who gets in touch and says like, where is that one place I need to go to in Sydney this summer? Or I, you know, I've been away and I just, I really want to reconnect with like the buzziest venue that's opened. It feels like these are the ones that are on that list. Absolutely. Yeah. Another one is Funda in the CBD. This place kind of screams fun from the way that it looks. Yeah, Funda is a, a fun one, definitely. It's actually a really exciting venue for Sydney. I, you know, we try to avoid saying that like this is like nothing else because, you know, there are so many versions of great things, but I really do think that there isn't anything else like this in Sydney. The chef, um, Jung Su Chang, is from a two Michelin star restaurant in Seoul. Um, and he, you know, moved to Sydney to front up this restaurant. And like the plates are out of this world. They're so tasty. It is all just like really great food that's fun and also like refined as well. Ito in Surrey Hills marries two different cuisines together, Italian and Japanese, in a way that nowhere else really is doing this in Sydney right now. Can you tell us what was the most like interesting dish that you enjoyed at this one, Grace? I actually thought that everything I had was like knockout. I was just like, this is great. Um, I wrote about the mochi sorbetto because it was just so beautiful. Um, like really delicate sheets of mochi were like rolled around house-made sorbet. And it was just like, it was actually delightful. I was like, this is so fun, like a great way to eat. It's Italian and Japanese without it being like smushed into every single dish. Like some things were obviously Italian and others obviously Japanese, but um, it just worked really, really beautifully. So back on that trend of groups, hospitality groups that have opened second, third, fourth venues, Le Foot is one of those where Swill House have opened up yet another venue and they've done it in a way that feels, it, it feels ambitious. It feels like they've chosen to do something that truly builds on the kind of mini empire that they already have. Dan, Le Foot is one of your favorites you've been back a couple of times yeah for sure and i think for a, a group like schoolhouse uh, which is so established at this point for them to kind of follow up on any of their venues it's got to be sort of you know like a pretty big grand ambitious sort of statement and yeah they've absolutely done it with this with this uh, new restaurant is there a dish that you like to order every time you go yeah, well, I mean, we're all raving about this cheese pie. I don't know, you know, if people want to go look that up. It's basically just like it's, it's a it's a single dish. It's kind of in the you know the the starter section of the menu. Um, and I guess you know a starter of anything. It's just like you order one, but this is something you could order like two or three of for sure. Um, it's a venue that's not just about what it's plating. It the whole experience has this like charismatic vibe to it. Can you describe if someone hasn't been? What is the experience from the minute you walk in through the door? Yeah, so the the building itself is it was built in the 1800s and it's you know heritage listed, and yes, yeah, Wheelhouse don't do things by halves and and you know and I guess on this one they've kind of done the hardest thing they could possibly do, which is try and install 
yeah, their most ambitious venue yet inside this building that has all these heritage and sort of, um, you know, challenges involved. So actually getting it open took something like a year longer than, than, it, than it should have. And, and yeah, I mean, it's just paid off completely. Like it just, you walk in and it's basically like cobblestones, the kind of venue that transports you to another time or place. This is kind of very much... It, it very much is that sort of a place. The dining room itself is just like, there's nothing else like it. It's just, yeah, this beautiful Greco-Roman mural that sort of wraps the dining room. It's just got that real old school service. I mean, like dining out in Sydney now, it's very kind of, it's very relaxed. It's very casual. And you sort of go to so many of these places and you're like, oh, this is, this is you know, this is what dining's like in 2023. And then you go to a place like Lafoot or you go to a place like Amorica or, you know, Clamber as well. Great example. It's just got this real sharp service that is just, it's almost like it's stuffy, but it's not. It's so refreshing to, to have that level of service, which is world-class. It's, that, that's mm. what it is in a nutshell. It's just like world-class service um, that only these venues are really bringing. I'd love to know from all three of you personally, do you have a place that is like, that has just knocked my socks off this year? It feels like this year was really all about clam bar on the foot. You know, I think at the end of the day, it really did come down to those two. They were easily the most hyped venues of the year, like well ahead of their openings. And And they delivered. And they delivered, which is really, really impressive for both those teams. Like it's just, I mean, hype is just, it's just, it just confuses everything. And like, you know, when you you actually go into these venues that are like so hyped up, it's almost like, you know, you kind of second guess yourself and you question like, well, actually was that as good as, did that live up to the hype? I can't tell. But in, in both instances, it's just like they exceeded expectations. Uh, What about you, Lucy? Well, for me, Amorica was one of those ones that um, from like the minute I stepped in the door, I was like, I really want to come back here and do this again and again. It gives you the sort of sense that it'd be really hard to have a disappointing evening there. The staff is once again, there's like proper professional wait staff, like career waiters, career bartenders, people that have really made um, their life out of working in these hospitality venues. And that really shows and the quality of the food and the cocktails as well were delicious. Like lovely martinis, really inventive signature drinks. And just when I went to Amorica, I'd just come back from a holiday in France. And I went to Amorica and I was like, this is easily of the same quality as you'd expect overseas. And everything about it feels like you really could be in that special place, but you're not, you're right on Crown Street. And so it's a lot of an easier commute. <laughs> and Grace, I know this is an impossible question for you because this is your daily work and you also were the person who put the most work into the Sydney's Best New Restaurant Openings of 2023 list. Do you have a favourite? I don't know. I'm like, I have a favourite for like different occasions. I feel like in terms of what I like most generally it like leans casual and like I had a really great you know meal at Karumba on Crown Street like that was just great and like sitting out on the street and really fantastic tasty Sri Lankan food um but then yeah Funda really was probably the most impressive I don't know what I was expecting but it wasn't that and I was just like delighted by all of it the restaurant game this year has been really really strong It has been really, really strong. 
And if you want to check out the full list, you can go to broadsheet.com.au and look up Sydney's best new restaurants of 2023.